Hi everyone, welcome to episode 11 of the Usus Doctors Book Club. My name is Pooja. I'm Harshini. And I'm Sarah. And we are the Usus Doctors and this is our book club. Um, for this episode, we're going to be talking about a book that I chose this week. It's a romance novel called You Had Me at Ola by Alexis Daria. Um, this author is a Latinx author, um, and this is a romance novel, as I just said. And I'm going to hand it over to Harshini to give a spoiler-free summary of this book. Cool. So You Had Me at Ola follows Ola. I feel like I said that really American. <laughs> uh, it follows two main characters. So we've got Jasmine, who is an actress and recently got very publicly dumped by this rock singer guy named McIntyre. And he kind of just cheated on her and dumped her via tabloid. So she's not in a great place and she's kind of got this big family. Her like two cousins are her closest confidants and friends and they're kind of trying to like help her through it. But she's got this whole plan because, you know, she's kind of sick of all of this attention on her because of her love life. And so she gets the lead part in a new TV show called Carmen in charge and she's like I am just going to focus on my work and not worry about boys of course her co-star and love interest in the show is the very attractive Ashton who is a telenovela star that um, Jasmine kind of knows through shows and her grandma really loves this guy. He's very popular in kind of that telenovela industry and he's trying to make it into Hollywood by being in this show. And so we follow the story of, you know, of course, how, how things go, how their drama unfolds between the two of them who, you know, definitely have this sexual tension and you know chemistry with each other but kind of how that um, unfolds through the book and how they kind of get through some interesting issues. So Sarah do you want to start off with your review of this book? Okay yeah this is a spoiler free review and then we're gonna get into the spoilers after we say our opinions about the book. So for me, I don't know, it's a little difficult to rate it. I'm going to go with 3.5 stars. I would out of five and I would rate it three stars, but the 0.5 was upped by the fact, like the relationship of Jasmine and her cousins, because <laughs> I love me a great friend group that's sarcastic and makes fun of each other. So yeah, I, I like that part of the book. To me, other than that, I feel like, okay, I think that the whole love interest part is like kind of average. I I don't know. I, I like in romance books when there's more of like a chase or like more of like I don't know. To me, there wasn't a lot of buildup. It was like they knew right off from the bat that 
she liked him and he liked her and maybe you know that is realistic maybe not I just like I need some build up so I can like be more like amped when they do get together but like I don't know it was it was I needed more build up <laughs> but yeah I like a lot of the friendships like their their dynamic with the crew and their dynamic with their families um I don't honestly know what else to say about this book. Like I, I was telling you guys earlier, I don't remember much about this book and I literally finished it yesterday. So to me, it was an average book. It wasn't crazy good. It wasn't horrendously bad. It was, you know, a nice read. I was pretty into it, but it wasn't like I'm... I, I'm going to recommend this to everyone and I'm super voting for these two to get together. <laughs> I, okay, for recommending the book, honestly, I would recommend it to pretty much anyone. I would just say that, yeah, I, I think it is like, it is a book worth recommending, but it wouldn't be my first book to recommend. Um, particularly because there's not enough buildup to the romance. <laughs> so Pooja, what are your opinions? So I actually, I agree with you. Like I also gave this book 3.5 stars. Um, and I think like the best thing to me about this book, even though it was a romance, wasn't actually the romance part. Like I thought the relationship between Jasmine and her cousins was probably like, the best part of this book um, and just generally like Jasmine's family um, and their kind of like interactions and, like how they kind of work together to like throw this party and everything um, which is like a minor subplot of this book but I really liked like the family interactions um, and even even like Ashton and his family interactions I really like that also um, Jasmine and Ashton together like I liked Jasmine a lot more than I liked Ashton so I was just kind of like now whatever like I guess he's fine <laughs> and I was just like okay like that's cool um but yeah but I like even though this is a romance novel I liked the cousin friend group better um and I don't know if that was on purpose or not because I know that this is a series and each book is like focused on a different cousin um so like the next book is like on Michelle which who is like Jasmine's cousin um so yeah, so like that, I know that's a thing. So like, I know that there's a lot more screen time at least, at least given to each cousin. Um, but the other thing is that I felt like this book was a little bit over dramatic, but I think that was on purpose because the book is like, as Harshi mentioned, like there, it's like a TV show within a book, right? So like you're dealing with these actors and like, they're like, filming this tv show which is like reminiscent of like telenovelas and so this book is in that vein also like it's like on purposely like very purposefully a little bit over dramatic but even then I was just kind of like there were some parts where I was like this literally came out of nowhere like the author just pulled this right out of her ass and was just like going for it and I was like this makes no sense and I think I'm, I'm gonna get more into that in the spoiler section because I like there's like very specific scenes where I was like this is for lack of a better word bullshit <laughs> but but yeah but I, I I agree with you Sarah I think the build-up 
like there was some buildup, but it was like they almost instantaneously both liked each other, but they didn't talk to each other for like a while. And like that was supposed to like be the buildup, but then like they immediately like, you know, like start at least like they like go from kissing to like hooking up in about 30 seconds. Uh, which I'm at like for the first time and I was like that's a little like you didn't even like really have like any deep conversations or anything like that like I don't know I just thought it was a little bit extra but I was like maybe this is just like I think it's the book I guess like what I did like about the book is that it doesn't take itself too seriously um, which is like what any romantic comedy does even though there are like super dramatic scenes it's like kind of knows what it is so I kind of appreciated that but overall probably a 3.5 I'd recommend it to anyone I wouldn't necessarily say this is the best romantic comedy I've ever read but it was fun so it did the job so yeah what about you Harshini yeah I feel like this is another one where I I could have been more exact and given it a 3.5 and we would be exact rating matching between all of us but I think I would have to give it like straight three stars um because yeah I think I agree with a lot of what you all said I forgot to really mention this I, I think Pooja basically touched on it there there are explicit kind of chapters within the book where it goes through kind of the scenes of the show which I think was fun it was nice to kind of especially since they're in this like acting for TV show setting and you know their characters are obviously love interests so you kind of get to see how you know their acting influences their feelings for each other which you know I'm surprised honestly I'm very surprised about any actors and actresses who like are playing a couple who don't like fall in love with each other unless they're like very very I don't know terrible people in real life like if I was acting with someone I feel like I would fall in love with them <laughs> but anyway I think um the other things like I definitely liked the friendship as well um I didn't feel like as I don't know I guess I wasn't as inclined to kind of give the book more stars just for the friendship but I guess I in general wanted a bit more because even in the Goodreads summary it really references Jane the Virgin which is a show I really like and I think that gave me a bit too high expectations Made part of it might have been like kind of in the realm of this specific book doing too much um, because I think over the top dramatic is very fun, but honestly, I didn't think this was, it was dramatic, but it was all centered around mostly, you know, their love story and there were other things happening, but it was, it was all tied to like their central love story, which I kind of would have liked. I hate, to, <laughs> I hate to be like Pooja and bring up the same book every time, but like in Dial A for Aunties, they had kind of this other, <laughs> Sarah's giving me a look, they had this other storyline going on, which is so much more fun, I think, to have that drama. It, it really draws it out. So I think in that way, you know, I'm not ex as excited about drama within romance. Um, but yeah, overall, I do think the book was interesting and different um, than, you know, other rom-coms definitely loved 
like the fact that it was it, it was more, you know, with his full Latinx cast and, you know, that was really cool. But um, as far as recommending, I guess it's not that I like didn't like this book, but I'm not a fan of romance as much overall. So I wouldn't necessarily go out of my way to recommend this book. But if someone told me that they were really into Jane the Virgin or some sort of similar idea of a book, I would say, hey, you should definitely check this out. But in terms of recommending, like, do you, do, is this the next book you should read? I wouldn't really say that this would be the next book I would suggest for someone. Yeah, any, any reactions to any of that? Not really. I think I would agree with you. Like if someone were to say like, oh, what's the next book I should read? I would not recommend this one. There, there is like, there, I have like certain, like, there have been other romantic comedies that I've read where I was like completely in love with like the main two, like the main couple, like the main two individuals, because like, I was like, you know, I was like really rooting for them. And I was like, yeah, yeah. Like, that's great. That's amazing. In this case, I was just kind of like, okay, yeah. Like they got together and like they stopped and then they like, okay. I, I, it was, it, it wasn't bad by any like it wasn't bad. It just wasn't like amazing. Like I didn't have any strong feelings towards them. I was just kind of like ambivalent. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. <laughs> like that was that. Yeah, I feel like we're all on the same page. So that's a first. I'm glad we can agree on one book. Okay, listen, we did agree well, in certain dark things. I, we all had the same opinion which was like what episode seven, eight and seven. I think it was seven. Oh, yeah. okay. So this is the second time it's happening. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> over my head, it went over my head. <laughs> okay, well, we'll jump into the spoiler section then. So if you guys want to read the book and come back, you can pause the podcast here or we'll just get right into it. So what I'm curious about is, Pooja, you said you didn't really like Ashton as much as Jasmine. What made you not really like Ashton? It's not like I didn't like him. He was fine. He was like the super nice dude, like super chill, apparently very handsome and all this sort of stuff. But the thing is, um, the way he handled like not their like breakup scene but like what was essentially their breakup scene the way he handled that and just generally I feel like Jasmine just had like more of a cooler personality like I just felt like she was more relatable um she was just like she's this woman she just you know recently got like publicly you know broken up with and like a super annoying terrible way and she's like trying to like re you know reclaim her career and like you know move up the ladder and all this sort of stuff and like she's just like a very and like the way she like handles herself the way she like talks to people and like she's very forgiving and all that sort of stuff and I really liked her and Ashton was like cool but I just felt like one he didn't have as much development and two that the way he handled that breakup scene I just thought was a little bit ridiculous um 
And so like, I guess like the biggest spoiler, which I'm going to talk about here is the fact that Ashton has a son, um, which he like doesn't necessarily, uh, he has like never like publicly said that he has a son. And like, in fact, it's so it's like to a point where his son is living in Puerto Rico with his family, with Ashton's family, whereas like Ashton's like living and working in the US and like, then he like goes and visits uh, Puerto Rico every you know couple of weeks or months or whatever to visit his son and he, and this has been like a secret for like eight or nine years or something um so yeah so like it, it is like a big like he and he does this like for the sake of privacy um because he has like this incident that happened several years prior where like someone had broken into his house like a crazy fan or something broke into his house and so like he wants to really maintain the privacy of his son um, and so like he never brings it up, never says anything, but like, uh, and like, you know, shelters his son away from the entire entertainment industry. So he doesn't mention this to Jasmine at all, but like they start a relationship. What is, they essentially start a relationship and he like never brings it up. Be but like, you know, which is okay, I get it. He wants to like, you know, keep his son private and like his son's details private and everything, like all that sort of stuff. However, like then they have this breakup scene where like somehow Ashton's son is like publicly revealed through a newspaper or something. And Jasmine's like, you never told me this. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know, blah, blah. Like I've had like a, he never mentions that like the reason for why he kept his son under wraps. Like he never mentions that. But then he like something like his son is like, he like falls down and he breaks some bone and is like in the hospital, like gets taken to the hospital. And this happens like pretty often, apparently, like it's mentioned multiple times that it's like this is like his son is like a very, you know, like a climber, like he climbs on a lot of shit and like falls down a lot and whatever. And so like this happens pretty often, but like Ashton like loses his shit and then is all like, I don't have time for you to Jasmine. And he's all like, I don't have time for you. Like, you know, I don't have time for this. Like this is blah, blah, blah. And he's like essentially like over like, Un, he's like unnecessarily rude to her and like uncharacteristically rude also because the guy is like very calm individual and then he says all that stuff and then like but she is literally I just felt that was so annoying and uncharacteristic of him even though he essentially doesn't have that much of a personality but then like she deserves a better explanation and at minimum she deserves more communication but okay I want to hear your guys' opinion on this particular seat because I feel like, I know you guys are like smiling at me. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I want to, I like, I'm like, am I interpreting this wrong? Or like, you know, do you have the, do you have different opinions about this? But yeah. I don't know. I think for me, I mean, he definitely could have handled that better, 100%. But I think I wasn't as mad or didn't think it was as, uncharacteristic because he did get that kind of like scare about his son and I think it is like oh yeah this happens a lot but also just hearing that he's in the hospital and like oh you know I think as a parent you're kind of like oh I wasn't there because I was with this like woman like I was kind of being selfish in this situation and not there for my son I guess I can definitely see where your kind of insecurities about being a good parent and you know the fact that he 
just isn't even around to be with his son most of the year and has to go and visit him and kind of almost has you know puts this burden on his own father to actually raise his son like there's all these things that I think could factor into you know his thinking and that's or lack of thinking honestly and just kind of being very I don't know not and honestly I mean I don't know I feel like this is more of a male characteristic to not be able to like kind of handle your feelings in that situation and you know respond with kindness because I I mean honestly it could happen to anyone but yeah I think you know he could definitely didn't have to take it out on Jasmine but yeah I don't know that was my interpretation of that situation but I still think the whole thing was I definitely understand why he kept it a secret and everything but I don't know I was kind of I guess I was kind of struggling too with whether I think it was really necessary to keep it from Jasmine specifically um I don't think she was gonna go and tell everyone and she can you know as an actress can relate to keeping parts of her life private but of course you know she has her family and so like it could still get out from telling anybody I guess but I don't know their whole fight and getting back together I wasn't very I guess that was part of the reason I didn't feel as invested in their relationship because I think if they like all of this stuff can be interpreted as like yeah it's important it's like real problems people could have but I didn't really see it as a moment for them to bond more it was kind of like oh he has this secret and then Jasmine ends up being like once she finds out and she's like okay yeah the reason why you're so scared is because the person broke into your home and it was actually your son's like your son was alive at that point and you know it was like dangerous for him so that's especially why you're so careful I don't know it all was like it didn't make like it made sense to me but it wasn't I guess it didn't like make me feel super involved in the story I wasn't like Paige Turner let me find out what happens with the situation um so I guess like in that way it could have been more dramatic in just like the things that were happening too what about you Sarah yeah I I don't know I definitely see like like he might say those things because he was like going through all those emotions but at the same time I feel like it's not justified. Like, I feel like you shouldn't, like, I understand that, like, you weren't there for your son and you're, I don't know, going through all this stuff. But at the same time, it doesn't make it okay to say those things about someone else whose fault it was like, it was like 0% her fault at all. And to me, it made me not like the guy. Like, it was like, why would you end up with this guy like yeah he's hot but he's like a dick when he's mad or stressed or something like why do you want to be with that guy like that so I could see it happening in real life but I feel like that character quality is not attractive to me at all and it made me want them together like less than, yeah yeah sorry I know I was just gonna say like I I agree with you I think like this is one of those things though that like I think both of us just 
like I, I least maybe all three of us just don't like the guy. I, like we're thinking of it from our perspective of like, we would never date this guy. That doesn't mean that he's necessarily like bad. I just think like, like in my case, I think my perspective of like why I didn't like the guy is because like, I don't find this man attractive because like he clearly doesn't know how to handle his feelings and like he doesn't know how to like control his temper and his anger when he gets angry so like that I don't like but like I don't know as a character I think that's different I think I just like colored my own perspective into the situation which is different <laughs> yeah is that you said earlier that um there were like things throughout the book that you just didn't get like didn't make sense was that the only place it didn't make sense or were there other parts there there were a, I have a list let me <laughs> oh my god <laughs> what okay. is on the list <laughs> all right so okay so here I have another question where I want your both opinion so like okay so there's this scene that literally is like an intervention scene right where like Ashton's family comes to New York um, cause like his son has like the existence of his son has already been revealed and they're like, oh, you know, like we want to, or like, I don't know, or he just wants to come to New York. So then they come to New York and then the existence of his son is revealed. So then they're like, well, he's, he, everyone already knows who he is. So he might as well come visit you on set or something. Right. And they like watch Ashton interact with, uh, Jasmine and like Jasmine interacts with his family. And then like, you know, they have this big thing that happens um, after like his son gets injured and they literally have an intervention for Ashton where they're saying like, oh, you know, like you have closed yourself off. You should pursue Jasmine. Why are you throwing away this really good relationship? Like she clearly means a lot to you and she's a great person, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. Now, the thing is literally they have this conversation, which honestly feels like it's a solid 15 minutes long and like all of his stuff that he's been dealing with for nine years is essentially just like gone <laughs> like it just one conversation with his dad and like his grandparents essentially just like lifts nine years of like problems off of him right and that's what it feels like that's what it literally feels like and then like he's good to go like he goes he decides he's like you know what I realized I overreacted you know I need to go apologize to Jasmine I should go you know like like be with her again and that sort of thing now in the end they do reveal some stuff about how like he and ends up going to therapy for post-traumatic stress disorder for um like the like be, to deal with like his anxiety after, you know, like this break-in happened several years ago. They do address that in the epilogue, I think. However, the way that this intervention scene just happens literally is just like <laughs> magic. <laughs> like all your problems are solved with after you talk to your dad, <laughs> like that's it. And I just thought that was so like, it's way too fast. Like it's way, they needed to have like three interventions. Like one 15 minute intervention is not going to like convince you to like let go of all your troubles and go pursue this woman that you just ditched. Like that's not how this works. But I don't know. I just thought it was like a little bit 
extra. But anyway, what are your guys' thoughts? Yeah, I definitely feel like this is where the like telenovela drama as like this is just the wrapping of the bow into, you know, let's let's resolve all the problems, one go kind of situation, which again, like I'm not super mad <laughs> just because I, I feel like I expect this from this kind of book. Uh, I do agree that if they, if it was a little more drawn out, like, you know, maybe they have this one intervention and then more stuff happens, like maybe there was another kind of underlying issue that was revealed or something, or I don't know, some external crazy stuff. Maybe there's a murder. I don't know. <laughs> something. Why is there <laughs> always a murder? <laughs> I have a problem. <laughs> but I think, yeah, I think all of that could have been done you know in a more even honestly even adding more drama but then like kind of pulling it together because this seemed like obviously this was kind of the central problem through this book I would say and so uh, like kind of dragging it out for this long and then solving it super fast like I think that's what feels most unsatisfying also specifically to you know kind of getting therapy and everything I I did like that that was mentioned at the end at least but I would have liked to see more of that through the you know second half of the book and maybe how getting that therapy first like after that point you know he's kind of ready to go and um, get Jasmine back kind of situation like there could have been more of a time jump there like six months later he's like you know I can't have like I am so heartbroken without Jasmine in my life let's go get her at I guess it couldn't have been the grandma's birthday then but something else you know I think that could have definitely been a better way to at least show that he's gone through a little more character development um but yeah, I, I think that's like the other overall thing with this book where, you know, there were, there were also these tones of, you know, Jasmine feeling like women empowerment, I can be single, I don't need a man to, you know, be my best self, like I don't need to measure my self worth based on that. But at the same time, I feel like, I mean, they ended up together, which I don't think was like, she wasn't pursuing it at least but at the same time you know I think she she definitely went through a lot too with this whole breakup situation from before like she also shouldn't really be jumping into something so quickly so I feel like these topics I liked that they were in I wouldn't even say topics but just like these things were mentioned in the book which is nice to see in a rom-com but it wasn't explored enough for me to say like wow this book is really like great it's it's really including more you know topics that I think people should consider when it's just like you know this this romance um perfect world kind of situation that they end up in by the end yeah I don't know for when I it was like he like they had that intervention I feel like, I mean, it definitely, it could have used a little more work, but I didn't think it was that crazy because, I mean, one of the things was uh, him seeing like how she interacted with his family. And I feel like already from the get, 
from like that instance, he was kind of like, oh, like maybe I should, maybe I should rethink like wanting to break up. And then he also shows that by like, I don't remember this timeline. <laughs> I don't know. He went to the trailer. Was that before he yelled at her? Yeah, I think it was before he yelled at her. Well, um, anyway, like him seeing how she interacted with his family and then also him knowing that his son would stay in New York with him so he wouldn't have to go to um, Puerto Rico like all the time. He said once that like a, a reason he can't date someone is because he always has to go to Puerto Rico and he's like so busy he just doesn't have time but if his son is in New York with him then he doesn't have to do that as often unless he wants to see his dad so that's already like a huge chunk of stress like or of time commitment relieved and then yeah I mean I guess other than that it is kind of a jump but I feel like maybe I'm crazy but I feel like he already decided a bit like before his intervention that he kind of wanted her back. So I wasn't like, oh, he's completely against the idea. And then five minutes later, oh, he's completely for the idea. But, you know, I think uh, a huge theme throughout this book is that there's not enough work to put, like there wasn't enough work building up at the beginning of the relationship and there wasn't enough work to relieve whatever problems they had throughout the book, at least in my opinion. Yeah, I think I think I agree with that. I think like the tension in the beginning was just purely like physical attraction tension, which, okay, I also had another, this is not a qualm, but this is like a thing. So two things. One, what did you guys think of Jasmine like as a character? And two, did you also feel that Ashton was like uncomfortably over-sexualizing Jasmine like all the time? <laughs> I did think it was as bad as Kafka and Kafka on the shore because that I was like literally True. repulsed. True. <laughs> But yeah, I, I agree he did uh, sexualize her quite a bit. I think like my opinion of Jasmine, I don't know. I feel like I don't have much of an opinion. I think she's pretty likable and she seems like someone that's like friends with everyone and is like good natured and stuff. But yeah, I don't have a lot to say about her to be honest. Yeah, I I want to say like I do I didn't know if this is where you were going and I don't think you went entirely there, but for me like too much of their relationship was just so much detail about them hooking up and I was like, I mean, you know, some some people that's what they want out of this book that I can respect, but I was like it's too much of that, too little of like more of them like actually liking each other's personalities and so in that way I can definitely see how 
I, I mean, I think they're both generally good people, like Ashton, maybe a little less though, but they're both generally good people. So they're like attracted to each other. And again, in this situation where they are playing love interest, they're literally being guided to, even as they're acting, like, you know, act in certain ways to kind of like make that romance believable. So all of this stuff is going on. So again, makes sense to me, but I think, yeah, there's, there's too much of that, too much, too many sex scenes for me for like, I think what this book could have been, you know, I think like, I think there could have been a little bit less of that, a little bit more of like actual cute stuff. That's like, oh, like they're so cute, you know, but yeah, yeah go ahead. I, yeah I remember thinking like during one of the scenes where they were hooking up I was just like you know like I don't understand why they're so into each other they like never actually talk (laughs) to each other it's like they're all like this is the perfect person like this is my other half and I'm like bro all you guys do is hook up like all power to you but like I I feel like you need to know each other a little bit more to know that you guys are like soulmates. Dude, literally, like they they have maybe one real deep conversation like throughout this entire time. Like before at least like she finds out he has a son and everything. There's legit like one conversation. So I agree. Harshni what what was the other thing that you wanted yeah just like to your first question about jasmine i think jasmine was a very like generally relatable character i think a lot of people can kind of relate to like you know you put your heart out there too much and that's kind of she definitely talks about that and you know that's like her whole reasoning behind the leading lady plan again i just wish more for her like there was more that I don't know something else she did for herself you know because like obviously still throughout the whole book it was mainly centered around like their relationship which again kind of makes sense but at the same time even the fact that she had this really big part in the show and then by the end again I I wasn't like I don't know I don't know what I would do in that situation I guess not an actress but I feel like she she was like, I'm not doing a second season of this show. I don't want to be involved at all with Ashton, which I feel like I would expect a little more from her character to just, I don't know, because like, I don't think it's that common that you just get a lead in a show, you know, especially if it is doing well. Obviously, by the end, like it all works out and they're like, I think going to do a second season and everything. But the fact that she was so easily willing to give that up when it's probably like a big part of her career, like that, even though she doesn't want to see him, I get that. But at the same time, it feels like she's letting go of like, you know, her kind of important, like, I don't know, whatever importance she places on her career, whatever importance she places on, you know, her success. And then there was there was also that all that stuff about like with her family not really respecting her acting career, um, which is definitely like she's not Asian, but like I feel like there's definitely like stuff in Asian culture where you know like parents don't ex- like respect as much of like 
pursuing art in whatever format as a career. So I think, you know, in those ways also, she was relatable. It was, I mean, we didn't see her rise to success, but yeah, I think like in general, she had all the facets of a good character that's relatable to a lot of women. But again, I feel like there could have been more in the story to like really make us be like, wow, Jasmine is goals, you know, because she was really like, she knows how to handle messy situations, which I think she handled them better than Ashton. But I don't know if she was like the role model um, that, I don't know, maybe she could have been. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. I think like, especially that part of like leaving the show, like I could see that she like, I don't know, like it, see, this is again coming down to like how much did they really get to know each other for her to be like so invested in her relationship with Ashton, like to the point where she's willing to drop the main character role of a like successful show just because she doesn't want to see him. I'm just like, you really only knew each other for, I don't know, a month. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just, it, but like, I don't know, maybe it's one of those like first love at first sight type of situations where they were just like so in love so quickly. And I was like, mm, I don't know. This seems a little, little too, we're, we're reaching a little too much here. Um, okay. The other kind of like, point that I wanted to discuss was this whole thing of Kitty Sanchez, right? So Kitty Sanchez is like the journalist slash paparazzi reporter person who essentially breaks like major stories about Jasmine and Ashton's life. And I'm like, well, okay, we're living in this universe where like apparently Jasmine and Ashton are like super famous people <laughs> that like people are literally following them around everywhere trying to get like anything about their personal lives into the news and that sort of thing so like kitty sanchez breaks the news about like um jasmine's ex-boyfriend like breaking up with her and that sort of thing like kitty sanchez gets the news about like jasmine and ashton potentially being together and then like ashton's son exists and like, this is like a whole thing. And then at the, like in a twist of events at the end, both like, this is like presumably maybe a year later or something, Jasmine and Ashton are walking the red carpet at this award show and Katie Sanchez interviews them. And then like, she's like, you know, like, oh, I really look up to you guys. Like, I really look up to you, Jasmine. And like, I followed your career and this and that. And Jasmine, who essentially a lot of her life problems have stemmed from this woman, like breaking news about her is like, oh, you know what? I forgive you. Like, everything's great. Like, I know how hard it is. Like, you know, you're just doing your job and blah, blah, blah. And then like it, and then everything's fine. And it's perfect and it's great and now they're friends and you're just like wow that was really fast <laughs> that was like a really fast nice little wrap up to this entire thing i'm a little bit confused i know it was like a larger commentary on like more latinx performers or artists within the industry and like you know like kitty sanchez has meant like mentions that like 
yes, you know, I really look up to you as a, you know, like as a multiracial individual breaking into this like Hollywood industry and that sort of thing. Like, I really look up to you as a person of color doing this. But then I don't know, I just thought it was so weird that like she would just forgive her that quickly and just like move on as though like you know major life events have not occurred because of her like a lot of things have changed but I also I guess like Jasmine like being such a nice character person who essentially forgives everyone for anything is just kind of like yeah you know like I wouldn't have met Ashton if you didn't break that story or like I wouldn't have done this other thing if you didn't break that story so I guess it's okay but I'm just like I don't know I just feel like it, it was just a reflection of Jasmine's lack of depth as a character also like she's just like the nice person and just forgives everyone and it's fine and she's super relatable but also like doesn't have much of a personality and neither does Ashton and I'm just like I don't know like I feel like I need to give a lower rating to this book now because I'm just like ranting about this like how I feel like I've been talking for five minutes anyway someone else talk (laughs) (laughs) yeah I like one thing you said I would just like it reminded me that Jasmine is actually half I think Filipino um so she does have Asian in her family but anyway as far as the Kitty Sanchez stuff yeah I almost forgot about that I I thought that was like oh what (laughs) kind of thing in the ending honestly I would have probably forgotten about Kitty Sanchez if she wasn't brought up again I I don't know again I do think this is as to like kind of like oh this is just over the top dramatic kind of situation that they you know it like seemed like they were enemies but then they become friends kind of ending I think I was I definitely yeah I agree that like Jasmine just kind of forgave her easily but I also I don't know just the underlying story of Kitty Sanchez being like yeah I I wanted to talk about you know you and like talk about you in my articles and everything but you know I didn't have full control over them so they kind of got twisted in this way I was like, if you really look up to Jasmine, all of these articles were pretty damaging to her. I don't know. I just, I didn't fully buy her side of it. If if they made that a little more believable, I think it would be like kind of cute that they would end up becoming friends, at least if it was kind of done better. But yeah, I agree. It was just very fast and like didn't really make too much sense to me and if it wasn't there I wouldn't have missed it so that's kind of like where I was I don't know if you needed to include that but what about you Sarah yeah I I I was really confused when I read like about them on the red carpet and that interview because I mean the like I know there was like oh some justification I think where it was like, oh, she probably wasn't the one writing the headlines, but like, still, like, I feel like the first time it, if you, if you weren't the one writing the headlines, the first time it came out and it was like this super damaging headline, I feel like you would be like, oh shit, I should take a step back and make sure the next one paints her in a good light instead of a bad light. And then 
uh, she gets wrecked over and over and over again. <laughs> I'm just like, I I think it's too much of a stretch. Like, I feel like it's not just someone being a good person and trying to like get more Latinx representation. It's just like, this is someone doing their job, trying to get people to read their articles. Um, I think it was super unnecessary. I, I feel like I like the book less because it happened. I, I feel like the author was trying to tie things up too nicely and it, it made it worse instead of better. Like everyone loves a great happy ending. Like if they didn't end up together, I would be pissed, but you know, you have to do it in the right way. Like you can have a good, like everything tied night tied together nicely but if it's too nicely then it's also not good so yeah I didn't like that at all I didn't understand the point of it at all so like getting not to be harsh but dialing for aunties <laughs> oh my god <laughs> okay but I I feel like that's like an apt comparison like like this book versus that book like not to pin books against each other but like in terms of this particular idea of like wrapping things up too nicely I feel like that book did did a very similar thing right of like everything magically got fixed at the end of that book I mean the lady committed murder and it got wrapped up nicely at the end of that book right and like in but for some reason I liked, like, I felt like that book did it better than this one. Like, I felt like that one, all these threads were there and there was like a lot of weirdness happening, but like all, the, everything did get wrapped up really well, but it was for, it was like much more enjoyable in that book compared to this one. I think the reason is because like things were introduced too late and then wrapped up too quickly also. Like there was not enough time for me to like really understand. Like the Kitty Sanchez thing. Like, yes, Kitty Sanchez is mentioned throughout the entire book for like various other reasons. But the fact that it's wrapped up so quickly at the end and it's like literally in like two or three pages, like it's reintroduced and wrapped up. It just felt like it's like jarring. You're just like, wait, where did that come from? How is it wrapped up so quickly? I don't really know. But like in Dialy for Aunties, a lot of those things were kind of like, threads that had been going on for a while and then like it gets wrapped up and you're just like okay like I don't really mind it as much it's like it's still funny like it's still enjoyable here I didn't really get that feeling but I was just wondering do you guys feel similarly or do you feel different in regards to that like wrapping up situation yeah I definitely feel like I will say the ending of the book I mean not everything but like one particular thing in the ending of that book is what made me rate it lower but honestly as I may have said in other episodes I think I should have rated it higher compared to other books we've read but I think with that book like you said there were there were these hints for even even the parts of the ending I didn't like I was like I I saw that coming a little bit like it, it definitely like surprised me, but I can, you know, point back to the parts of the book where there, it was hinted at and it was also a big enough part of the story. Again, I think like a big part of this Kitty Sanchez situation, like, of course, 
she was mentioned throughout the book a good amount, but at the same time, she didn't, I don't know, it, it didn't feel like Kitty Sanchez was the enemy to me, you know, I think there was no enemy, <laughs> it was just the romance between the two of them, but if it was made to be a bigger thing, but then maybe there was some hints in the middle that Kitty actually liked Jasmine and, you know, did some nice thing and Jasmine was confused about it. I don't know. There could have been other things where it could have, you know, like the ending could have made more sense. But yeah, like I said before, I think the author could have just not included that part and it still kind of came together quickly. But I would say, especially in that like particular um, scene of the book, it was just, yeah, it could, it could have been a bigger part of the book or it could have just been removed. Yeah, I kind of wonder if the author did it to be like, like, oh, I didn't expect that. Because to me, this entire book was extremely predictable. Even like when they were like, oh, you should, you should tell him to come to like grandma's 80th birthday. I was like, obviously they're going to break up and he's going to show some declaration of love by showing up to this birthday party, like the most predictable thing ever. So I wonder if the author just had like Katie Sanchez is actually a, a fan to, <laughs> to make it less predictable book. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, I feel like that's like a staple of this genre, like romantic comedy true, movies, yeah. like books, like everything. They're they're the entire the basis is that they are predictable, and like that's the point. So, but I actually feel like maybe like a little like maybe it was kind of like an Easter egg type of thing. Like, oh, let me just like let me see what happens. Like, oh, it turns out Kitty's actually a fan of Jasmine. But I was like, see that I would expect that out of like a thriller. Like I would expect that out of like a mystery. I don't need that in my romantic comedy. Okay, thank you. Like <laughs> I don't need an Easter egg or like whatever in the thrown in the mix there. It just it just felt like so random and I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, honestly, I'm thinking, I mean, nothing bad against the author, but I feel like it was maybe a type of situation where either she got sick of writing the book or like not necessarily sick of writing the book I guess but like the ending definitely feels like a little separated from the beginning I know before you'd mentioned like you know which I agree with like there needed to be more build up with the relationship but I think just the whole beginning like there was just a lot of nothing you know <laughs> there was oh like they were interacting a lot they there were all of these scenes from the show which was cool but how much did the like show's storyline really matter I think other than the fact that they were in these you know very romantic scenes together and having to play this you know each other's love interest was the main part of those chapters um and again it was a cool thing but something else could happen in the through the beginning of the book um, and I feel like the ending did have a lot of like little things thrown in there, like, you know, all the stuff with the therapy and all that kind of thing that, yeah, there, there could have been some more space and time for things to happen. But yeah, I also agree that, I mean, I, I do like for any 
book to be not predictable I guess like yeah I wouldn't expect much more from romance but I think done in a clever way it could be cool I don't I wouldn't hate it but I think in this situation if she was trying to surprise us you know seems from all of us it didn't really work for us yeah agreed do you guys have anything else you want to talk about I had one more <laughs> your face I, I I'm surprised you did R- rate this lower if you got so many things that I, I you know what I'm gonna reconsider I'm going to <laughs> honestly reconsider my rating because like I don't know I just felt like I don't have much expectations from romantic comedy so like I normally don't rate I've never rated a romance like five stars because I just like they're riddled with cliches but like that's the point like it's supposed they're very much rooted in tropes and it's like yeah it's whatever like it's fine and like sometimes if you really like those cliches and it's great then it's just like you're just reading you know whatever and it is it's not like aiming to be like the greatest American novel or anything like that it's just like trying to be something interesting and cool and you're just like yeah sure so yeah so like I might reconsider but the thing that I wanted to mention was that I think we already kind of briefly discussed this, this idea, like the girl gang, right? And I feel like I really liked like Jasmine's support system. Like I liked her two cousins. I liked her agent, Riley, who like, she makes an appearance a couple of times, but like, she's not like a main character per se. But then her other two cousins, Michelle and Ava, really loved them, really loved their dynamic, their relationship together. They're like always, they always have her back. If the entire book was just about these three women, I think I would have rated it five stars. Like if we just saw these people like interact and like do like things together and like maybe if they even even if they had like their individual storylines all within one large book I still I would have loved it like I would have been like yes (laughs) this is the best this is so good and I know the next book is actually about Michelle and like that book is based on like the brief Goodreads summary I saw it's like her her like she throughout this book her character never dates because she keeps saying she never dates and we don't really know why we're not given any explanation or anything like that but in that in like the next book like it turns out she like has a best friend who like went away and then now is back and like she's always loved him and like their story is the next book and I genuinely am going to read it just because I just want to see Michelle happy okay like she seems like such a gem and I just want I just want to be friends with her but yeah but I I definitely will read that one I don't know maybe it'll be better than this one but like I don't know like what did you guys did you guys also like did I am I the only one who really enjoyed those two or like do you guys also feel similarly is that like a trope that you like or like something that you would like to see more in books yeah I think Sarah definitely mentioned really liking their friendship again I also really liked their friendship I think it didn't because I feel like it wasn't like like it was a good chunk of the book it was definitely a good chunk of Jasmine's part of the book but since like about half of it was Ashen's storyline and I feel like that it wasn't as big of a part of the book and as Pooja said if that was 
how the book was set up. Instead, all three of the characters had their own storylines. I think that also could have, again, provided more of like room for drama, as I had mentioned in the beginning. I think just having drama around this one couple is not as interesting as like all of these different things happening. I think in a show, like something like Jane the Virgin, that's kind of what happens. You see the other characters in their lives. So I think that definitely would have added to this book. Um, But I did love kind of, you know, her, like something happens with Ashton and then she goes to her group chat and texts her friends. Like that's the, that's the kind of friendship we have. So it's like cool to like see that in a book. And, you know, again, if it was explored more, I think that, um, that would have definitely been fun but also yeah I mean hearing that description of the book and Michelle like I forgot she's the one who does like throughout this book is like I don't date I think yeah that's definitely a book that I I would read and I will also say just quickly like I feel like I was speaking pretty harshly about this book throughout this entire episode but I did thank Pooja for choosing the book because it was like a very lighthearted read and I read it in a day like I read it very quickly also because I didn't do anything else that day so lie in bed and read because other things but I think I think it's definitely like you know a chill read so yeah like Pooja said you can't expect too much from it generally yeah I love their dynamic I feel like anytime a book has like a cute friendship I'm just like you know what fuck the whole book like I just want I just want to like hear more about this friendship (laughs) I I didn't realize that the that there's other books in the series that are based on the other cousins I really like that concept and I think I don't know I feel like that balance between her cousins and the love interest was fine for me. I feel like if I had all the cousins and all their love interests, yeah, it would bring a lot more drama, but also I feel like you got to do it in the right way or else I'm going to be really confused and I'm going to find it hard to juggle like all three scenarios. Um, I for sure like... <laughs> nothing more relatable than a girl not dating so I would I don't I'm definitely gonna read that Michelle's book yeah I can't wait for that one I mean you know like I'll 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 we will have this discussion afterwards <laughs> of like how maybe we'll read that in the future but um but yeah but I really I like as Harshini as you were saying that like you know, I love, like, I really enjoy this, like, friendship dynamic, and I think it reminds me of us, kind of, like, like, one thing happens, and everyone's like, oh my god, what happened, like, we need to have a discussion right now, and we have to discuss this for the next 45 minutes, like, this is very important, I'm gonna put all my work on pause, because I need to have this open discussion (laughs) about this one thing, and I think, I think I really enjoy that, I think what I'm also getting is, like, next time I should choose a book with a like just solely based on friends like maybe <laughs> maybe that's what I'm it'll gonna get do. five stars from us all <laughs> that, I told you my goal in this podcast is to get both of you to rate something five stars because I feel like Sarah you have never rated anything five stars and Harshini I think you rated like 
No, you also have never rated anything five stars. Wait, mm. I, I, I've rated Kafka on the shore five stars. Oh, okay, wait. See, that doesn't count, though. That was already your favorite book, and then you <laughs> then you brought it up. I'm talking like a new book that you haven't read. Yeah. Five stars. All right. It's going to happen. I'm, I'm going to find you one. You got your work cut out for you, though. <laughs> I, yeah. You guys yes. don't need to work that hard to get me to give something five stars. So. <laughs> I know. Did it on my first try. <laughs> I know. I was, like, I was like, this is a great omen for this podcast. Like the first book I read for the podcast is five stars for me. And I was like, yes. Can you choose another book like that, please? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it'll definitely be hard for me. I don't know. I have a problem with choosing favorites in general, but we'll see. I think, yeah. I think the thing for me also with like romance, I think I actually rated one romance five stars which honestly I don't know why I rated five stars like I think I really liked it at the time and you know I I definitely rate things at the time of reading however I feel about them but I think for me it definitely like genre does play a part in it like if it's a really really good thriller it's like gonna be five stars but I feel like that's hard because I have high expectations but then with romance it's like I generally don't like them so I feel like there are lots of areas to go wrong but yeah maybe cute friendship I don't know I I don't think I really read a book just about friendship (laughs) since like middle school (laughs) babysitters club kind of vibes (laughs) same I don't think I've read a single book that's solely based on friendship I feel like then you got like you gotta have a problem in the friendship and then it's not as wholesome yeah see that's my other thing a lot of books about friendship where like if if the friends break up then I can't handle this (laughs) (laughs) I'm too invested (laughs) like I can't friendship breakups are worse than real like relationship breakups in my personal opinion definitely yeah so I'm like oh I don't know but we'll see. Maybe I'll have I'll have to search. I'll find one. Don't worry. It'll come. <laughs> All right. I'll be here waiting. <laughs> okay. That is the end of episode 11, where we talked about You Had Me at Oa. Uh, Hashini, you're picking the next book. Do you have one? Oh, you do have one lined up. And I think I'm going to be scared of it. <laughs> Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know about this one, guys. Um, yeah, as I said, uh, we're going back to Spooky Vibes. But I picked this book because I did come across it during my search for a horror novel for Spooktober. And it's called The Only Good Indians by Stephen Graham Jones, who is a Native American author and November is Native American slash American Indian Heritage Month. So this book follows four um, American Indians and some spooky, spooky stuff. So (laughs) I'm excited for some horror that hopefully you know we'll all be able to sleep after reading this book I don't know I think I think books is a lot harder to get really scared if you're not seeing what's happening but if you read it at night I don't know (laughs) but hopefully it'll be a good one we'll see 
So basically, I'm never going to read this book at night. I think like I, I, I have high expectations. Like I want to be super scared. Like I, I, I want to be like so scared that I <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> I would be so scared that I like don't sleep or like you know just ge- I generally just want to be very very scared and I feel like I don't know I appreciate I know like we've always made fun of Harshini for choosing like every single book has to be like a thriller book <laughs> like I don't know what it is <laughs> like you just have like an affinity for thrillers or horror <laughs> yeah I think yeah, I think every book after Dial A Franties might have been. I can't I can't remember the other books I chose right now, but I think this one, yeah, I did choose it also because I felt like the last, you know, the horror book, um, we chose The Haunting of Hill House for Spooktober wasn't it wasn't really horror thriller at all. This one is more horror thriller and hoping for some more like real horror vibes throughout the book, which you know, I started reading, guys, and I, I think there is, but I, I kind of wasn't fully paying attention, so it don't caught me off guard. Anything. Don't say anything. I don't okay. want any thoughts. Okay, no thoughts. Period. <laughs> Basically, I want to gasp, you know? Like, I want to, like, read something and be, like, in full shock, like, oh my god, did that just happen? That's, that's the feeling that I want. But... I'm gonna, we're gonna have this discussion next time. I'm gonna tell you if I actually did gasp or not. <laughs> if, if she didn't gasp, one star. <laughs> That's the only criteria. Yeah, we'll see, we'll see. Yeah, I have high hopes though. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, catch us next week with a horror book. Ha 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 ha!